0: What's up, everybody? Before we get started, I got to tell you guys about a new partner we have. We've partnered with a premier dispensary with Smoke and Hot Deals to offer, Solace Meds. They have four convenient Colorado locations, one in Fort Collins, Wheat Ridge, one off of Broadway, and one just blocks away from the DMVR bar on East Colfax. And one of the coolest things that they are doing right now is that they're giving away a trip to Jamaica for two in the month of April. All you got to do is head into one of their six locations. They have two in Oklahoma City and you can sign up to win a trip to Jamaica. They'll give you all the details on how to enter or you can visit www.solacemeds.com sweepstakes to find out the rules. No purchase necessary, but if you do want to purchase something, use that promo code DMVR20 for 20% off and get your name in that raffle. No purchase necessary. Open to legal residents of Colorado 21 plus or Oklahoma 18 plus. Ends April 30th, 2021. Official rules, like I said, www.solacemeds.com slash Slash sweepstakes, void wear prohibited. This raffle ends April 30th. So you gotta go in now. Show these guys some DNVR love and make sure you get in before it ends on April 30th to win a trip to Jamaica. If you head in, let us know and tag us when you do.
1: Nobody out. Three and two on Charlotte. Jokic gets it across the timeline. Gets a high pick and pop with Murray. Lindsay breaking through. Taken away by Nathan McKinnon. Two on two with Landisgar. He has Gentlemen, top two hands, Nikola Jokic. Send me by Grubauer with the left pad. Oh, goodness gracious me.
2: Take a the luck. you won't see it for long. Two-run home run, Trevor Story. Lock hands on, yeah. touchdown. Number two
1: for Sutton. Got it, all, Oh, man.
0: Welcome into the Denver Sports Podcast presented by Breckenridge Brewery. I am your host, Allie Monroy, and with me today I've got AJ Haefeli, Justin Michael, Henry Chisholm and Andre Simone, and we are talking all about the NFL draft, the Broncos pick, and all of the news rumors that happened before the draft yesterday. So stay tuned. I know we normally talk about all sports. We'll probably touch a little bit about the abs um, since we've got some news from uh, AJ, but it will be mainly football podcast. So guys, let's jump right in there was a chance yesterday right before the draft started that aaron Rodgers was coming to denver it was chaotic everyone was freaking out we report after report after report was coming in saying this is almost closed they've got the terms what is happening and then all of a sudden they're like nope we're gonna hold off so emotions were so like up and down yesterday but a day before the broncos traded for teddy bridgewater So what is this QB room going to look like with Drew and Teddy? And then let's talk about the possibility of Aaron. But first with Drew, Locke, and Teddy, let's start with you, Henry.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's a better room than it was a week ago. And the thing is, if a week ago, you said in one week, the Broncos are going to have a better quarterback room than they do right now. You would have been fired up. You would have been like, oh, they they must have Justin Fields. They must have Trey Lance. Lines up. It's Teddy Bridgewater that they add. And you know what? He's, he's an NFL quarterback and that's what you can say about him. You know, he doesn't necessarily have any strengths to his game. Like he doesn't have the, the arm strength. I've seen people like talk up his accuracy. I I've seen some misses myself. Um, he is an NFL quarterback. He's a Trevor Simeon like in a way, maybe, maybe a little bit better. And you, at the very least you, you have a real option. You don't have to worry about Jeff Driscoll and Brett Rippon anymore. And who knows, maybe he does pull it together. Maybe he looks like he looked with uh with the Saints during that short stint. And and you actually have something to be excited about. Right now, I, I think you're you're gonna be seeing a laundry lock this year, and it won't make too big of a difference.
0: Andre, what do you think of the Broncos acquiring Teddy?
2: Yeah, it's undoubtedly a better quarterback room. I've always had a soft spot for Teddy. Um, mm-hmm. but you're looking at you know, at most, you're kind of capped out at 20th, 25th best quarterback in the NFL. And look, George Payton with Pat Shermer, they've gone all the way to a conference championship with the 20th to 25th best quarterback in the NFL. Vic Fangio's made deep playoff runs with that quality quarterback. Shoot, John Elway's won a Super Bowl with uh, with. So, the people in that building have found recipes to overcome a shortcoming at quarterback yes the room is better and more competitive than it was before but in a league of 32 teams at best your quarterback is better than 10 others um and even that might be ambitious and when you're in the bottom third at the most important position in football that means the other 21 spots on your roster need to really elevate and make up for those gaps so they're still on the outside looking in. I mean, that's uh that's the nature of the NFL. There's the haves and have-nots. When you don't have a quarterback, you're a
1: have-not.
0: AJ you uh, nodded when Andre said he's always had a soft spot for Teddy. Do you agree? Do you have the same feelings?
1: Yeah, I've always I've always been a Teddy Bridgewater guy. Um going all the way back to when he was at Louisville. I always really liked him. Yeah. yeah. Um he's 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 a good pro. He's a solid, you know, we – the thing, the thing is, is that it feels like I get where fans are frustrated, yeah, because it feels like oh god, they're doing this again. But like, case Case Keenum was never the answer. Like they bought high on Case Keenum, and then Joe Flacco was washed, yeah. and so this is different. Like this is this yeah. is a guy that's been in demand for the last couple of years. Because he does have a a skill set that can play that can that can be a starter in the NFL. Yeah. And look, is this is this a long term answer? No. Yeah. But given the that they are only paying him what four million dollars this year.
0: Three million.
1: Three million. Okay. Yeah. To be to be the to be one of the better backups and to have kind of a Tyrod taylor-esque role here where he's gonna push drew lock um yeah i i i think that the fear if you want to use that term is that he overtakes drew lock in training camp and then you never find out
0: yeah with drew
1: lock like you you just kind of always sit there and you're like well what if lockhead you know because when you have when you have so little separation between the young guy and the veteran the temptation to go to the veteran is always going to be there for a coaching staff and frankly for a guy like Vic Fangio where you wonder about his job security absolutely you you have to wonder that guy is in the business of winning games yeah. to keep his job and He's not going to be as invested in what might happen 2 or 3 years down the road with Drew Locke. if he can't win those games now, he's out of a job. Very true. So, that's that's the fear is that they Yeah, it's a better quarterback room. Cool. Right. Are are they are they any closer to accomplishing any of their goals? How much yeah. how much better do they actually get as a team? How much help do they actually give Drew Lock with us? And can the coaching staff resist the temptation? On you know, Drew Lock's going to go out there and he's going to throw two interceptions in the first half, and you're going to wonder.
4: Yeah.
1: You know, can they can they resist the temptation? Are they committed to letting the young guy figure it out or not? Because when you pass on Justin Fields, you have to you have to be committed to seeing it through with Drew Locke. Otherwise, what are we doing here?
3: Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. That's
1: the other thing we could be doing. Here. So that's that's the until look until that's that thing is nowhere near dead. Um, no, no. If my, if my phone is blowing up about it all night, there's something. There's something up. Um yeah. I'm. I'm. The, we'll see, right? Like with, yeah. the Aaron Rodgers thing is a hundred percent. Like if that happens, the math changes. The conversation changes. Oh, the conversation
0: changes intensely like you're looking at Super Bowl in the next few years if if the this year if Aaron Rodgers that you can say this year in at least in the next few years if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback for the Denver Broncos but before we jump into that conversation I do want to um, get to Justin and see what he thinks of Teddy and Drew in that locker room but I agree AJ I feel like if they're tempted to go with Teddy because he's the safer option, and then you have the fan base, which is so divided right now on Drew Locke, and you're getting that like that feedback from the fans, like booing Drew, like it, it might be the ease safer option, like you said, out of that fear to go with someone like Teddy. But Justin, what do you think?
4: I mean, financially it makes a lot of sense. You had a veteran, a guy who's played football at a high level, and you're paying him you know, essentially nothing, you're paying him, you know, like middle of the road wide receiver money to, you know, potentially be a a fallback option, a save your season type deal if Drew Locke falls flat on his face. But the big question for me, and I won't go on, you know, too much because AJ basically, you know, already made this point is how does this impact Drew Locke's development? How does this view... You know, what type of leash does he have with the staff moving forward? Is it Drew Locke's job to lose? Or is this an open, truly an open competition 50-50 going in? Because the context of how the coaches kind of, you know, work this quarterback angle is is going to matter a lot. Because if it truly is open, that's probably not great for Drew Locke because he needs those reps. He's already had to be in a weird situation where he changed offensive coordinators yep. in a second year. Then he didn't get an offseason now you want him going into his third off splitting reps like that. That doesn't seem, you know, like the best way to, to find out if he truly is your franchise guy. So for me, I'm hoping it's just a, you know, a veteran presence. You're bringing somebody in that can kind of be that de facto coach on the sideline. And then, you know, if all goes wrong, maybe you have to bring him in around week eight or something like that. You know what I mean? Like we just, we figure out Drew doesn't have it. If they brought him in to be the guy, I, I don't like the move as much.
0: Yeah. So we have a few people in the comments asking, what is it going to take to trade for Rogers? Like, um, obviously we heard a few rumors that it was a three first. That was an agreement on um, yesterday. People were, I think Brian Harris tweeted that out, um, but nothing ended up happening. So what, what do you think it's actually realistically going to take to get Rogers here? Realistically,
3: yeah. Realistically, it does not matter. If, if you have Aaron Rodgers, you all of a sudden have you're a top four okay. team. That's the not the Bowl question.
2: <laughs> the <laughs> question is what trade package are you looking oh, yes, at for Rodgers? Not if, if it how it many into... stadiums would Henry sell to get Aaron
4: Rodgers?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I but, think that's but, more interesting though, right? Oh, is what a trade package looks like?
3: Yes. Yeah, exactly though. But but the thing is, like, no matter what we say, the trade package is. It does not matter if you say you do it. If if I say five first round picks, it does not matter. I do think it is three first round picks, though. But I mean, that's not even that's not the whole that's not even a conversation. You give those first round picks and it doesn't matter. The question is whether the Packers would rather say, Aaron, you either play for us or that's it, because we have your rights and you have to retire if we don't trade you. And if the Packers just say, you know what, we're going to sit here and either make you play or or you sit out and we lose out on three firsts, that's fine with it. And that's really what's at stake here more than anything. And that's – we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens.
0: We have someone in the comments saying three firsts, a second, and a top defensive player.
3: Yeah, I'd still do
0: it. I would still do that.
3: He's he's, he's the MVP last season. (laughs) Yeah. And you're bringing him to a better roster after he went to an NFC championship game.
0: I, so Ryan posed this question to you two, Henry and Andre, last night on DMVR Draft Day Live, which was an incredible show. It was so much fun. Thank you to everyone who watched and stayed watching through like 1130 at night. We will be going live again in a literally like an hour and a half uh, at 445. Um, a little Okay, two hours. I can't do math. Um, two hours, and we will be covering rounds two and three, and then we will be covering a recap tomorrow of the rest of the draft. So we've got a lot. More draft content coming your way. Stay tuned to this YouTube, give it a thumbs up. You can set alerts, all that good stuff, so that you don't miss out on anything like that. But Ryan posed a good question to you guys. Would you what was it? It was Jerry Judy and Brad or Bradley Chubb to give up in this trade with Aaron Rodgers. AJ, Justin, what do you think you would do?
4: Yeah, go ahead. There's nobody on the roster that I wouldn't be willing to give but up to ju- get would it, Judy or or Chubb. either like if I had to pick one of those yes,
0: yeah. Judy. Okay, okay. Because yeah, I think AJ. edge
4: rushers are more impactful and mm-hmm. I think that wide receivers are more easily replaceable, which we found out with guys like Tim Patrick.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. It's the right answer as much as it hurts my heart.
4: I'm a Bama yeah. guy. I love Judy with all of my heart, dude. I, I would hate to see us trade him. But I mean, if Aaron Rodgers is in the conversation, then go, yeah. go on ahead. I'll send my Jerry Judy with the trades and they can just, you know, use it as a dish rag or whatever.
1: The, the, the irony of including a wide receiver in a Rodgers trade when they refuse <laughs> to just draft one themselves. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah.
0: I, and, th- and that's what I was going to say. Picturing Jerry Judy and Aaron Rodgers together playing on that, that, that would be incredible. So it makes it a, a harder question of giving up. But I agree. I mean, wide receivers, you can find them. They're in a lot of classes, top guys. But seeing Jerry Judy and Aaron Rodgers together would be incredible.
3: Yeah, you get rid of Chubb, you're not going to find another one for a couple years. Unless, well, you, and unless even you're just a lot of money.
1: On the roster, do you, I mean, you replace Chubb with what, like Malik Reed? Yeah. Who, who, like as fun as he is, is super limited. Uh, but you get rid of Judy and you still have Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick and KJ Hamler. And you're just like, okay, well, there's and Noah Fant is still in existence. Mm-hmm. There's still, there's still guys that you're going to be able to throw the ball to.
3: And and you trade a sixth and if you say we want a receiver for a sixth round pick, you're going to get good options. I mean, what what do they get uh, for Emmanuel Sanders? Like a one year rental like that, somebody who still has a little bit left in the tank, like it's just a lot harder, I think, to find edge rushers than receivers.
0: Definitely. Especially American Our- market. All right. Before we keep going in this conversation, we're gonna transition real quick to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Andre, Henry, and Ryan killed it on the draft bets yesterday. How many of you guys got? Every single one, but one.
2: Nine of ten. Yep.
0: Nine yep. out of Those ten.
2: Three long shots didn't hit though.
0: Oh, and the three long shots, but they were long shots. We knew. They were long we knew.
2: Shots. They were long shots.
3: I, we should set the record straight though. That was all Dre. That was all Dre. And like, I had nothing to do with this. Ryan was sitting there panicked before the show started saying, Dre, <laughs> let me copy all your bets. And like like panicked. Me personally, I had put the rest of my account on the Broncos to win the Super Bowl because of the Aaron Rodgers rumors. And so I didn't even get any cash out of this. It's all Dre. All Dre like it typically is.
0: Dre killed it. I'll correct myself. Dre killed Dre it. Killed it. Had a lot of great bets. You can still bet on rounds two and three on DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm not sure there's as good of an odds boost or deal like there was yesterday. But if you are a first-time user, there are so many great profit boosts, odds boosts, all of the things you should definitely check out DraftKings Sportsbook. Dre, is there anything you're eyeing? Just give us one because you're going to talk about it on the show. So just give us one for the people to place a bet on.
2: Yeah, I'm interested in this, uh, the Caltrask wagers. You can get them to go in round one at plus 175, and you can get them to go under 68 and a half at kind of even money. I'm intrigued by both of those.
0: There you go. To to find out more bets that you should place, yeah. tune in to Draft Day Live. Someone asked again, yes, we will be going live at 445 today for rounds two and three. We will be going live until the rounds end or these guys are just like done, but it'll probably be till <laughs> the end of no, the round. I mean, through. if yeah. they're like on the floor, like maybe I'll, I'll do a few shots of them on the yeah, floor. Yeah, but... camera. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll tilt the camera, but definitely tune into that 445. And you should download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code DNVR when you sign up. DraftKings basically gives new users free money to use. It's incredible. And they give... Um, also, old users also some great, great deals. I hadn't bet in a little bit, and I got a 200% profit boost, and it got me right back into betting again. Um, must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Don't forget to use that promo code DMVR. Winnings paid out in free bets for the one dollar into one hundred dollars. Um, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call one eight hundred. Five two two four seven zero zero. Man, I thought I had it. I thought I remembered it by heart and then I panicked. I was like, wait, I don't know. You gotta it. just
4: trust it. It'll just come to you. It's, it's I'll be like in my sleep forty years from now and just be like, gambling problem. One eight hundred, five two, two, forty, seven hundred.
0: See, but my concussions kind of break that little. <laughs> so I can't always trust it. But Um, you know, these guys actually will be able to power through uh tonight's shows because we've got Strava Craft coffee cold brew at the bar, they can drink some cold brew, be honking like a goose, like our DMR Nuggets friends say and you guys should drink some Strava Craft Coffee. They aren't feeling the love as much as they used to, so they're upping their deal. You can save 25% off of your first purchase when you use the code DMVR25. They're one of our longest supporters um, and sponsors. Go give them some love. They deliver straight to your door, and you can also subscribe and save 20% off every purchase for life. So head to StravaCraftCoffee.com today. It is great coffee. It has CBD in it. It helps with your, like, if you have, like, shakes. When you drink coffee or you get a little anxious, it helps with all of that. Plus um, pain. Check it out. Now use the promo code DMBR25 at checkout. All right, guys, let's jump in. Do you guys think the Aaron Rodgers trade is still actually in play?
3: Absolutely. I, I don't think he plays for the Packers again.
0: A lot of people were worried that with the Packers also drafting a cornerback that, It wasn't as much in play. Mm -hmm. What do you think of that?
2: Yeah, I think that ultimately how the Broncos drafted in the first round isn't going to matter. Yeah. Um. I also think you know by not making a deal last night, they've potentially lost uh, a good amount of leverage, as this only builds in the public eye and gets uh, uglier. You know, um, and. Without acknowledging the fact that I don't think Certaines on the table for a trade, I think they could have got a top 10 pick with that ninth pick yesterday. And now they might be looking at more like three late first rounders because you'd be looking at a future 2022, 2023, and 2024 that's on a squad that would have Aaron Rodgers. So typically drafting later. I also wonder if players to be exchanged on top of those picks would still be on the table or if that's getting ugly, we need to remember what's at play here isn't just Aaron Rodgers being unhappy and requesting a trade saying he's not going to play for the Packers anymore. There's also negotiating a contract extension for him on the table where they're getting nowhere because Aaron Rodgers just isn't willing to do it. That situation has already dragged on and it's been brought to light just last night. Um, so that's kind of where we're at. I think with this is far from over. And I think it's incredibly telling that the Broncos' odds to win the Super Bowl skyrocketed when these reports came out last night and have not gone back down. Right now, per DraftKings Sportsbook, the Broncos have the same odds of winning the Super Bowl as the Green Bay Packers. That tells me the math works out to where i think it's about a 50-50 proposition
0: and vegas always knows something Correct. um aj you were uh wa- wagging is that the right word yeah, <laughs> right. your finger yeah. over there <laughs> uh
1: no he's right um green bay green bay botched this thing because now instead of having the number 9 overall pick um to to try and try and use to immediately help them uh now they're going to look at you know, Denver. Denver is now looking at, oh, hey, well, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna pair Aaron Rodgers with Patrick Sertan. Yeah. yeah. And great. That's I yeah. think Green Bay
4: knew it though. Like, I think that's why the reports came out so intensely. I do think that Green Bay did, you know, legitimately consider trying to make a deal last night, and they probably wanted nine to be a part of it. It just doesn't really seem like it, you know, came together fast enough. I'd. Weird, weird circumstances all around. I mean, Green Bay, for 16 years now, has just done everything they could to piss Aaron Rodgers off. Like they just—it's like that sibling that just poke, like poke. (laughs) Am I annoying you yet? Am I annoying you? What about now? Like, what what can we do to alienate this guy even more? Really weird situation. Really, yeah. like I, like Henry said, I just don't think he's going to play another game for the Packers. Whether he's going to play for the Broncos, we shall see. Yeah. But this is a guy that is just so stubborn. I, I don't see him bending.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so Mason Zach both said that they really don't see this happening in the next few days. Mm-hmm. They yeah. see it happening more June after June first.
1: Yes. Yeah. If June yeah. June first, if there's if there's dead a huge dead money charge in play here, then. That's why that's why yeah. Green Bay got cold feet last night. Yeah. Was yeah. because they looked at that dead money and were like, "Girl, please." Mm-hmm. and decided to move on from that. And hey, if they're going to if they care more about that than what they were going to get in return because they were going to get number 9 in return. Like let's be real here. Denver mm-hmm. wasn't trading for Aaron Rodgers and sitting pretty and picking it right. nine.
0: Definitely like, those not. were those
1: were not things that that was not how last night was going to go. It was yep. going to be either or. And now now they're sitting there, they've got number nine, the guy's in the building. He's gonna be a superstar at the position. He's gonna make Pro Bowls. Guy's gonna be awesome. And now they get to move now they get to turn their focus to also maybe we can go and get Aaron Rodgers later.
0: So let's jump into that conversation. The fan base was really upset yesterday because at nine, Justin Fields was there. Aaron Rodgers deals had hushed hush, so people were like, oh, they're gonna get Justin Fields. And a lot of people, even in the building, thought that that was going to happen, and it makes sense. I mean, Ryan uh, tweeted out a really great tweet saying the Broncos have had a quarterback problem for five years. They've had three top ten picks in those five years. They have zero. They have used zero of those picks on a quarterback. So it makes it makes sense why fans were upset. But we're going to stay more on the positive as to why getting someone like Patrick Sertan is such a benefit for the Broncos.
3: Because it'll be really good. Because he's the, the best defensive player in the draft class. And Justin Fields, apparently they didn't like him. And, and going back to that, yes, the Broncos have not drafted a quarterback in the, their opportunities in the five years, all that kind of stuff. Definitely true. I said this on the, on the draft show last night. It's it's you can say the Broncos, but what it really was was Elway for four years didn't, and George Payton for one year hasn't, and putting yep. all of that onto the Broncos, like sure, I mean, technically yeah, but that's that's not how things work. And if George Payton said, I don't like these two quarterbacks, I don't. He's think not our guy. Then, yeah, yeah. They, then they absolutely made the right decision. Again, it the the honestly to me the worst part of this is that the draft doesn't work in a way where, okay, they made the ninth pick. It's this guy and immediately, you know, oh no, what a terrible pick or what a great pick. It it takes five years and we just have to sit and wait and watch Justin Fields and and watch Patrick Sertan too, even though, I mean, he's going to be really, really good. Um, But watch Justin Fields and see if George Payton was right or if the majority of Broncos fans were right.
0: AJ, from the start, you weren't necessarily the biggest fan of Justin Fields. Why was that? Me? Yeah, you said you you wanted Slater. If the if you could choose for the Broncos, you were interested in Slater, didn't you say that?
1: Oh yeah, I mean I'm just that's just a personal philosophy of you build your line until the things done, and then you worry about other stuff. But <laughs> this is like it's like in the NHL draft. I I always say draft a defenseman. So yeah. this is just that's my personal preference there. Gotcha, but, gotcha. I mean Justin Justin Fields is great. I'm look I'm I Patrick Sertan's probably the cleanest cornerback prospect since Jalen Ramsey. Um, he's got to be the guy that you feel the most comfortable is going to walk in and know exactly how that job is done at a, at a high level in the NFL. Uh, immediately, there are no there are no question marks about him. It's it's like has he already plateaued? That's it. And if he if he already has, he's still going to be really 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 good in the NFL. So there there's no there's it's it's really easy to see why. George Payton and and friends would love Patrick Sertan, but yeah. I mean Justin Justin Fields is that's a that's a potential superstar at the most important position in all of sports. For sure, like you you have to have some stones to say no. Thanks to that, no. you have to really 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 believe in what you're doing to say no to that because there's a there's a pretty good chance that no matter what Patrick Sertan does on the field next year, they're still, they're right back into the quarterback market Mm -hmm. again. And we're talking about the draft again, but they're going to be just a little bit too good for them to be in a position where they don't have to worry about moving up. We're paying an exorbitant price, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So without, without an Aaron Rodgers, I don't know. Without without an Aaron Rodgers solution to this, I don't I I don't know what the long term plan is here. But if we're just looking at Patrick Sertan in a vacuum, he's a great player and a great fit. And you don't have to worry about firing your head coach and him not fitting in the system for the next guy because he's scheme versatile and he's everything that you want in a cornerback. He's he's totally clean. He's got great bloodlines, he's got a great attitude, everybody loves him. It's it's in extremely easy pick that yeah. he was the second cornerback picked is comical because it just means an NFL team did something stupid.
0: And we have some people in the comments saying like, but wait, green Bay said they are not trading uh, Aaron yeah, Rodgers." Of course. Say that. Of yeah. course. A- if they don't trade him, what are they going to say? Rogers yeah. We're trading it. him. Aaron okay. Rodgers has made it seem like he will not play. So mm-hmm. they can keep saying that, but I think the conversation will change once June 1st happens. But, um, Justin, what do you think of Patrick? Or he, I think he, they said he likes Pat, Pat, Pat Sertain. And Pat yes, Sertain. Sir, I thought
4: it Sertain. Sertain.
0: I'm a, Sertain. Yeah. sorry. This was a huge debate yesterday. It's Pat Sertain, not Tain.
4: Yes. <laughs> I'm a big Pat Sertain guy. I mean, like I said last night, I was trying to spin it. And I know nobody really wanted to hear what I had to say because I was stoked that they drafted him. And, and I get that it's frustrating with Justin Fields on the board there. Um, and I do want to talk about Pat, but one thing I just, I kind of wanted to ask Dre real quick, just as while we're on the, the question of passing on fields and maybe why somebody would have wanted to, does Dwayne Haskins factor into this at all? And the fact that people were so high on his abilities coming out and it just totally flattened out, is, I, and this is me genuine, uh, genuinely asking, I'm not saying he's going to be the next Dwayne Haskins, but is, is that floating in the back of people's minds?
2: I don't think so. I mean, if it is, that's just lazy scouting units, helmet scouting. It shouldn't be done. I think what I've heard um, straight from, you know, Peter Schrager said this is that there are murmurs around the NFL of like, why couldn't Justin Fields beat out Jake Fromm at Georgia? <laughs> That's the most, like, dumb knock you'll hear like that. But, I mean, truth be told, the guy was a lock to be the second overall pick. Mm -hmm. And then the second half of last season happens after a COVID break, and he just doesn't look as sharp. He's thinking too much. He's not processing information super quick. And that's when his stock plummeted. Um, Because until, like, first half of last season even, he would have been the second overall pick, you know, easy piece
3: yeah, and I don't think, like, it's not because of Haskins, but I do think that some of the things that may have helped Haskins in college also helped Justin Fields. You know, the fact that... It's lazy, though. You think it's lazy.
2: I, I don't, yeah. I don't Yeah, no. Then we should do that with North Dakota State quarterbacks. We should do it with Alabama quarterbacks, Florida quarterbacks, Georgia quarterbacks, Oregon quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. It applies to everyone. Every conference has one or two strong teams Mm -hmm. where 80% of the time, their wide receivers were better than anyone that covered them. Mm -hmm. Get over it. That's scouting. Deal with it. Figure out how to scout and rise above those odds. If that's where you're Mm -hmm. limited, then let other people do it.
3: To, To me, though, like Haskins isn't a part of the thought process. But again, you saw Justin Fields play from massive pockets and have open receivers. And I think that you have to have doubts because of that, because you see that he's had some easier opportunities than other guys have. Let's only draft draft
2: quarterbacks from Miami, from Wyoming, from here on out. Let's do that. Only draft Wyoming quarterbacks from here on out. That's the only evaluation our brains can process. So let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that. It's I shouldn't Close have brought the, the draft up. Whoever yeah. Wyoming's quarterback will be drafted. That should be the first pick around two. Oh
0: yeah, my goodness. Exactly. Tune in to round two and three because I Andre is coming in spicy. I assume he'll continue that for the show and it's going to get good. But it is positive Fridays, Andre. So yes, I need you to chill a little.
1: I <laughs> need you really to take good. that Monday uh, energy and tone it down.
0: That's Monday-ass energy. <laughs> Breathe. <laughs>
3: To our, bring it didn't really help Justin Fields that he had
2: that pocket.
0: Henry, sh- sh- Obviously. <laughs> he like, no.
2: How could it not help him? Exactly. Who would say it's not helping him? Who would ever say it's not helping him? And I okay. don't know why you are. It's irrelevant. <laughs> of course it helps him. Rise yeah. above it. Figure oh. out how to evaluate yeah. him beyond his clean pocket.
3: Yeah. You're
2: done. Justin. By putting him in a
3: mess. Henry, I'm it? muting Please you. Please mute him.
2: Please mute him. <laughs>
0: of you are muted justin okay <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're not listening or if you're not watching the live they're just like looking at each other henry's pointing with a bunch of like i don't know what henry's doing okay um justin what were you going to say before that question
4: <laughs> if if justin Fields was not on the board and the broncos landed pat Surtain, people would be doing backflip yeah, if people, if most of teams in the NFL landed Pat Sertan, their fan base would be doing backflips. Yeah, but Broncos fans, not a great look last night, guys. As frustrated as we were, it was a very entitled, very like boohoo, like way at us type, and it it's annoying. Like, and I'm a season ticket holder, so I'm, I'm saying like I'm in it forever. But like, guys, why are we throwing a temper tantrum? about adding a potential multi all pro player like it it (laughs) wasn't like they screwed this up and took some you know they didn't take they didn't pull a raiders you know and and take just somebody that you don't even have on your board you got somebody that was a consensus top 10 pick it's not that bad it's not that bad that's my but i I what your opinion is it's not that bad
0: I will say though, like Broncos fans were put in such a bad position with like all the Aaron Rodgers stuff happening beforehand. It didn't help, yeah. So then they were mm-hmm. so, so hyped, so, so hyped. And then that came down and they're like, well, it looks like they still want a QB. Maybe we'll get a. So. Uh, what happened before the draft, I think, just made it impossible for Broncos fans to be happy unless they drafted a quarterback. And I think maybe if that didn't happen, then it would have been a different energy. But who knows? I mean, people were really, really hoping for a quarterback even before Aaron Rodgers uh, rumor. So maybe I'm wrong
4: what if they take Mac Jones there? What's the energy? Is it? Is are he's they bad. just pissed off? Was it Fields or nothing, or was it quarterback or nothing? The people have been mad.
3: It, it would have been Fields would have been the only thing that makes them happen. To me, to me, the the whole thing is a lot like the Teddy Bridgewater trade, where you say they just gave up a sixth round pick and three million dollars for Teddy Bridgewater. Objectively, that's a good deal. That's a good deal. Broncos fans want him better than Teddy Bridgewater though, and nobody is all that excited that he's on the roster. It's the same thing. Patrick Sertan for the ninth yeah. overall pick. That is a good value. That is a good use of the ninth overall pick. Would Justin Fields have been a better use of it? Again, I'm part of the, what, 80% of the fan base that says, yeah, I, I, I think that would have been. George Payton's part of the other 20%. And again, you just have to wait and see.
0: AJ, you were going to interrupt Justin when he was talking. What were you going to say?
1: It's, I don't think it was a bad look, man. I think that it's a fan base that gets it. I think it's a fan base that understands that if you don't have a quarterback, like you're nothing in the NFL. I don't, I don't, Patrick, Patrick Surte can go on. He can make five Pro Bowls in a row, and it will be completely irrelevant if they don't have a quarterback. Yeah. It just won't matter. None of it will matter. That's, we don't that, know that they're not going to have a quarterback, though. We, we don't,
4: might be a quarterback. He like, might be. Honestly, exactly. I'm not, I'm not he a might be. guy, but
1: he and might pan out. But look, and, and like he, maybe, maybe, you know. The, the, the magic, the, the magic pixie fairy dust falls down on him and it blesses him with the ability to stop throwing interceptions and turning the ball over. Like maybe that happens. Maybe, maybe somebody figures out how to teach him pocket awareness over the, over the off season. Maybe, maybe all of these magical things conjure up and they come together and we live in a completely different reality where Drew Locke is actually a quality quarterback. Maybe that happens. Maybe the young guy takes the steps forwards that, that, that you hope for and it all works out. Dude, it could happen. Like do, you, do we like Drew Brees just retired. Do, you, do we not remember the first five years of his career? Like <laughs> Philip Rivers Philip Rivers got drafted for a reason. remember? Because they gave up on that guy. So it's absolutely possible. It is a hundred percent a thing that could happen. Absolutely it's possible. but until you get it right, you have to keep taking shots. You have to. It's but the my most argument important here here you position. You can't take
4: a QB at nine and then also continue to go on Drew Locke. If you take a QB at nine, you're conceding the last project is done. It's
1: yeah. done here, and that's absolutely. fine if you decide that. But absolutely, no, like if you're if if you take if you take Justin Fields, you take Mac Jones, you're saying Drew Locke is done. I'm we're done with this. That's a decision that they would have made. They made they made the opposite decision last night. I just think and, there's a lot of fans that are making that
4: decision very premature. I guess it's the point I'm getting here. They, he I, might not pan out, but he very I, well might.
0: There was a lot of fans and a lot of people in Pat's mentions. And that's, like, not, cool. Him, and that's, that's not cool. And that's not cool.
1: I'm never going to be frustrated.
0: Frustrated. And that's, the, that's more what I was referencing. Yeah. We,
1: we live like through, like
4: yes, through the I, Hunter We thing totally over here. I totally understand that, Justin.
0: And, and that's such an issue just on social media in general that, fans react in that way. And it's, we've seen it with the abs. We've seen like, and it's not good. And so I agree with Justin on that sense. I think that's what you're mainly referencing is yeah. that like, there are so many people just angry tweeting at him because of what the Broncos decided. And that's not fair when he's excited Ooh. to be a Bronco, he's ready to come in here. And like, it, it's just, that wasn't cool. And it's that did, that wasn't a good look.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's obviously that's, that's juvenile and nonsense. And if you act like that, you should have your social media account taken away you shouldn't be allowed to interact with other people if you're going to be an asshole
4: just be a decent human yeah
0: uh, exactly and i will say that we even had people in our chat just being really the, the fan base was just heated was so last cool. night so it was people who were happy with the pick were mad at that were really mad at the people who were unhappy so like in our youtube chat i had to tell people like i will time, put you in timeout or i'll block you like they were fighting with each other and that, I, I think that just all stemmed from the very beginning that Broncos fans had their hopes up for a QB and it just really ruined the draft for them.
3: And and I was saying before the draft, before the Aaron Rodgers stuff, like things are going to, people are going to be angry tonight. No matter what happens, there will be a portion of the fan base that feels extremely yeah. alienated by what happens tonight, either because they're, first of all, maybe they're a Drew Lock supporter, Maybe they're anti-Drew Locke. And there's your first thing. Maybe they think trading up for Justin Fields is a good idea. Maybe they think to There's There were going to be a bunch of people who were really mad. I think we probably went down the road that could have made them the most mad, having the potential for Aaron Rodgers, yeah. having Justin oh. Fields on the board and passing. And and so there's a lot of that. And at the same time, like, time. There's, there's reason for frustration. The Broncos yeah. haven't made the playoffs in four or five years. And how to to fix that problem? If there was an easy answer, guess what? The Broncos would have done it. Like, it's not like they aren't trying. It's that it's a tough thing to do to build a good football team. And now they're out there trying what they're going to try. And George Payton gets paid millions of dollars to, to make these decisions. We don't know whether he's good at him or not yet. And this is one, again, just wait and see. And making any assumptions is not going to make the next four or five years any more fun.
0: And you guys said this on the draft yesterday. So did Ryan on the draft show. And we have some people saying it in the comments. If Justin Fields wasn't his guy and he didn't like it, like we could be seeing a similar thing that happened with Drew in the sense of just like not believing in him, not putting him in the best situations because it wasn't his guy. And so he went with the guy that he really liked. And I think that that's what just fans just got to accept.
4: Well, it's a six-year window. Like, like it or not, we're all viewing this in a context of we want this ship turned around. Like, we want the Broncos good in the playoffs. There's enough talent that we think, you know, it should be relevant again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if George Payton necessarily views it that same way. He's got job security in a way that most general managers don't, and that also is going to change things. It doesn't put the pressure to change get that quarterback right away. I get that that's frustrating. But it's a different timeline to look at than even Vic Fangio. I mean, we went back to like his job security. Maybe Fangio is just like, I don't want another rookie quarterback. Like, I don't know how much his opinion yeah. went into that decision. But I, I mean, there's just a lot of different things to kind of consider here. Or he likes
2: to That would be a problem. Yeah. That yeah. would be. A, it would be a yeah, if someone is making yeah. decisions that should determine the long-term success of your franchise based on their short-term well-being. Oh. That is a massive problem. A hundred percent. well, we know that's part of the business. Issues. Indeed. And, mm-hmm. and we need to call it out if we feel like that's happening, because then the best interest of the Broncos are not being upkept. The best interest of Vic Fangio's job security is being upkept. And I know that's not where we're saying, but I, no, yeah, I yeah. just... The thing that pisses me off, guys, is Patrick Sertain. No one's watching him. So if you're if you're criticizing him, you don't know what you're talking
1: about. Yeah, he's so really good. He's, so good.
2: he's so good.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. Even
2: these people giving grades out, Jamar Chase is an A plus 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 plus, but uh, Patrick Sertain's a B minus. Uh, go watch those two when they played <laughs> each other, because Patrick Sertain locked them down. It's teach tape on how you use leverage in coverage. Uh, and we're actually going to bl- break down some clips from that game in today's uh, dr- li- live draft show, Allie. This is a guy who's the son of one of the better cornerbacks of his era. Was coached by one of the best defensive back coaches in Preach. football history. Mm-hmm. Was a starter from day one. AJ, I'm pretty sure you and I were talking about him mm-hmm. after like his first or second game as a true freshman like, Oh, hey, add him to the 2021 list. It's going to be a set and forget stud. Yep. We saw eight other back seven defenders go in the first round last night. Everyone but certain, I would argue, was overdrafted. So there was a real premium on back seven defenders in a draft where you really weren't finding many. And this guy with the size, the speed, the technique that you just do not see from rookie cornerbacks. And very comparable to Jerry Judy and his route running last year. And AJ, I compare him to Bradley Chubb, you know, a guy that just checks off every single box. Maybe he's not the elite of the elite of the elite, but still, we're talking about multi Pro Bowls at one of the key positions on a great defense. So, yeah, disappointing, yes, but let's not forget who this guy is. Oh, yeah, credentials he comes to the table with.
0: And like Andre said, we will be breaking down film. It's positive vibes on this upcoming draft show at 445. Breaking down film, really getting into looking at who Pat Sertan is. So check that out. Before we wrap up this podcast. Chevalier Mortgage, visit them at DNVRmortgage.com and enter to win a free DMVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Mike and Virginia will work tire- tirelessly to find the best loan for your situation. Visit them at DNVRmortgage.com, like I said, and enter to win a free DMVR shirt or hat when you do. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all of your options, whether you're looking at refinancing your current mortgage or buying a new home. Mike in Virginia will make the Process as simple as possible. Go check them out. Michael Chevalier, NMLS 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS 1910631. dnvrmortgage.com. Go check that out.
4: That's my dad.
0: That's Justin Zo. There you go. Um, We've got a lot of people <laughs> in the comments real quick. And we had someone say, so real quick, let's go. Um, who won the draft and who lost the draft? And then AJ, I want to talk ABS just a little bit um, okay. before we go. So we'll do quick. Henry, who won the draft?
3: The Patriots won the draft, and Ooh. I know you you look at one. like don't go where, on a
0: long tangent, Henry. Okay, well we'll
3: see how long it takes. But I mean, you look at where <laughs> right. Mac Jones was projected to go, and you could say, you know what? Yeah, sure. Like he isn't the most talented, but he fits perfectly with the Patriots. He fits perfectly with the Patriots, and any quarterback who goes there is gonna be all right he's going to be really good. He's going to be really, really, really good.
0: All right. Andre, who won the draft?
2: Uh, (laughs) I'm going to say the Chicago bears. I think they made a hell of a deal to go up and um, get Justin Fields. It's kind of incredible that they were able to get him after the Panthers Broncos and then Eagles in a trade up all passed on him. And yeah, I think it's exciting. I think Nagy is the right kind of coach for him. And I think, uh, I think that'll prove to be a nice move by them.
0: If you want to hear Andre go off as to why the Eagles were so dumb about choosing Smith over Fields, go watch yesterday's show. I'm very happy with field, or with Smith, just so just so Smith, everyone knows.
2: Smith was my fifth-ranked prospect. Andre. So Andre
0: was like, it was the <laughs> dumbest decision ever. I was like, uh, whoa. They drafted a quarterback last year. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, AJ, who won the draft?
1: Uh, I think San Francisco did. Uh, oh, I mean, Kyle Shanahan. It's and Kyle Shanahan that entire organization <laughs> trusts, right? Uh, I mean, they they kind of do their thing, and this is this is not unlike what Kansas City did a few years ago when they they had Alex Smith and a good roster in place. They jumped up and grabbed Mahomes, and were willing to wait a year to see how it went. Let uh, let Smith do his thing. 49ers have a have a very very good roster and a really good process in place. A lot of smart people at all levels of that organization and they feel that they just they just solved their biggest problem. And if they're right, then it's about to be their NFC for a long time. And so I think I think it's got to be them.
0: Justin
4: Based on the teams that have already been chosen. I guess I'll go with the Dolphins, who got Jalen Waddle and Jalen Phillips. So I think, when healthy, are arguably two of the better people, you know, at their respective positions. Waddle, especially a wide receiver. I mean, Jalen Phillips was the number one recruit in the country going into UCLA. Obviously, there's some injury stuff there with both those guys, but I think really, really high upside on all of them, and guys that if they they work out are gonna end. They're gonna
2: end up looking really smart.
0: All right, who lost the draft, Henry?
2: quickly wow i should really prepare for this one um i'll I'll go afc teams that didn't draft a quarterback the conference just Uh, added mac jones trevor lawrence zach wilson there's like four teams in the entire afc that don't have a quarterback the texans because we don't know what's happening with Deshaun. the raiders the broncos and i'm blanking on someone but it's not many the colts like seriously in the afc like everyone has a quarterback it's nuts
0: henry uh
2: <laughs> oh the raiders They gave you
0: time
1: so to i say. got distracted
3: by what dre was saying i was like huh I, that, he's that's a good point but yeah uh the they drafted alex leatherwood and it was hilarious like there was a tweet that came out from like uh Kuiper, not Kuiper, from shefter one of those guys while they're on the clock saying like oh they've always viewed the draft board differently over there <laughs> and then you find out it's alex leatherwood and it's just like Good thing they got ahead of this one. They knew that people would hate this one. I, uh, I mean, what a, what a bad pick.
0: Justin, <laughs> the same. They
4: took defensive end Peyton Turner, which was a crazy stretch, like probably a fourth round pick that they took at like eighteen overall. AJ, or twenty eight overall.
1: I, I didn't like what Miami did with two, with two <laughs> premium picks, with two premium picks like that. Um, I, I mean they've. They have maximized their roster in such a way the last couple of years that I'm willing to just give them the benefit of the doubt and see how it goes. But I didn't, personally, I didn't love it.
4: They're committing to Tua for sure, which is, you know, people are. That's cool. I like that they're doing that.
1: They should definitely do that a year after getting him. Like, but.
3: I mean, roll roll with you
1: guy. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't love what they did. And having two first-round picks, I think you have to walk out feeling like you crushed it, and I just don't feel that way about them.
0: Yeah. There's someone here in the comments saying, nobody knows who won the draft. Nobody has played yeah. an NFL game. Of well,
3: And Good you point. are correct. That
0: is true. But we are taking a look at how the teams are already built and how this adds value to these teams. So that's what we're going off of. But yes. And
3: the answer is we'll we
0: don't see, know. will see. We'll see. <laughs> When
3: it's a really short show start. if we
1: come on here and say, nobody knows yet, see you in five years.
3: Bye. And then yeah. fade to black. <laughs> I've said that like four times already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, we're, we're just going to yeah.
3: Also, the real winner is the Jaguars getting Trevor Lawrence. We knew it was coming, but that if you,
1: that is the winner. Yeah, it's true.
0: All right, AJ. We are done with our draft talk for now. We are going to touch on abs real quick because we have to go get ready for another show. Andre needs to head out to drive to the bar. um, So Andre is going to head out of here. But again, 445, go check out our DNVR Draft Day Live round two and three. It's going to be a great show. We're live throughout the whole two rounds and then we'll be doing another live show tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. Bye, Andre.
2: Bye, guys. Love you all. Can I just say... I wasn't mad at Henry. I was mad at Henry trying to use stupid logic, which he knows is stupid, to defend stupid people making stupid decisions. <laughs> he Justin so, feels through from a clean. No, we're Boston. not
0: starting this <laughs> That's again. All I'm gonna say. Bye, Andre. Muting you, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. AJ, we had a oh. few people in the comments here saying, you know, I'm disappointed. The Broncos didn't get a QB that I wanted, but my focus is going mainly to the cup and to the Avs who tonight you were telling me earlier are going to have Philip Grubauer, Jonas Donskoy, and Miko Rantanen all back, which is huge. They're on a three game losing streak. They haven't lost those three. They haven't lost three games in a row all season long, but people still found a reason to panic. AJ, how big is it to have those guys back?
1: It's huge. Uh, more than more than anything else, uh, Grubauer is back. Um, Phil, having Philip Grubauer back in net, I, the difference between a starting goaltender oh. and multiple guys that other teams didn't want this year. And to
0: last game was just so.
1: It, well, they haven't gotten good goaltending in, in these three games. Yeah. You Look, you look at it, and it's been. It's been soft goaltending for the first loss. It was atrocious goaltending in Vegas. And then Johansson didn't play very well, but he also kind of got hung out to dry in the second game. So, I'm not I'm not super like dragging him or anything. Just I don't think he played well, but I also don't think it was all on him. For but sure. When you don't have good goaltending, um you're not going to win very many games in, in the NHL. It's just that's just how it rolls. Uh, they played They played well in Vegas. They played a good game. They made some mistakes. They didn't get bailed out by their goaltender, and yeah. that's why you have that guy back there. All Almost all of Vegas' big mistakes that they made, Marc-Andre Fleury was their back line. The difference between Marc-Andre Fleury and Devin Dubnik is pretty significant. If the Avs have to try and go through the postseason with Devin Dubnik in net, they probably don't get out of the first round. But I tell you, uh, with Philip Grubauer in net, they immediately go right back to being one of the favorites and then oh by the way you add in miko rantsen who's second in the nhl in goal scored despite the fact that he's he's missed two weeks now yep so the <laughs> Donskoy will help um he's kind of he's he's one of the league's streakiest players and when he's on when he's on the down streaks uh when he's cold he's one of the he, he He's not a very useful player when he's cold, when he's um, But when he's hot, holy lordy, the guy is just, a, it, it's white hot.
0: He's the big moose. I mean. Especially with. Er, Miko. Er, oh, Miko, we're talking about Jonas.
1: Yeah, Miko. I mean, Miko is Miko, right?
0: Miko's the big he'll, moose. But he's Jonas too.
1: Miko's, Miko's uh, Rantanen's addition is multiplicative because Burkovsky drops back down to the second line and he gets into a much more appropriate role. Yeah, and he helps. It helps the top power play unit. It's It's just there are so many things that that Miko adds to the team. But Rantanen and Grubauer alone, great. They're going to be just fine. Donskoy is going to help that middle six uh, quite a bit, if only because it's going to push. Hopefully, please, mother of God, push Liam O'Brien off the ice because <laughs> the guy's useless. Um, and I'm I. I hate to I hate to, to use words like that to describe players because it's just cruel. But he's so terrible.
0: Joe Hamilton, and we've got people in the comments. We talked Broncos for fifty-two yeah. minutes. We're talking abs real quick to end the show. You can go back, yeah. you can rewind while we're live and catch all of the Broncos talk because we did a whole lot of it. Okay. <laughs>
4: You yeah. anyway. know the goaltending was bad when like my girlfriend, who knows nothing about hockey, watches Dubnik give up a couple of goals against Vegas and was like, that didn't look very hard. <laughs> I mean,
0: well, I mean, la- that game, some of those goals were just like...
1: The the, the first goal is a, like it's a soft backhand, and people are like, it's a breakaway, and it's like, he he's on his back. he it. is com- He's yeah. committed to his backhand. What are you talking about? That's a routine save in the NHL. He gets one banked off of his back. Because he's out of position, and it's uh, just terrible. It was, it, he was so bad. Like, the two-on-one goal, you don't ever blame a goaltender, especially when they make a nice play. Your defense is useless in that situation. They, they they don't give him any help. But he was so far from being competitive on it that you couldn't help it and be like, Dubnik really was kind of far away out of that. He really wasn't involved in that goal too much. But – they don't have to but they got one more game against vegas the rest of their games are against la and san jose uh two teams who want to believe that they're still in the playoff hunt they're not um they're playing spoiler role the uh the wild tied up uh, uh their game last night they're tied with the avs in points now the avs have games in hand on everybody uh yeah. so they you know there's the possibility that if they get really, really hot and they win a couple of games, blah blah, they erase all these point deficits and yada, yada, yada. They're still in they're still in competition for the uh, for first place in the division. it's gonna be it's gonna be work, but there's they're they're still in it. They really need to get back on track against San Jose tonight. If they play tonight as they did as a team in Vegas and they get a just a decent performance from Grubauer. They probably house the Sharks. It's probably a 5-2 win.
0: I mean, I feel like just getting these guys back. Someone asked his group starting tonight. Yes, he is. Um, is. Getting these guys back, getting Miko, getting group, getting Jonas Don's It's just going to add like an extra swag, an extra push to these guys to be like, we've lost the last three. They weren't the best. Let's go show everyone that when we've got our guys and we're complete as much as we we can be, we are who we are. Oh, yeah. The bets, right? So would you take the over on uh DraftKings Sportsbook over six and a half for yes. goals? Yes. Yeah. All right, there you go. You heard it almost, here. Almost
1: almost every Sharks Avs game um has yeah. gone over that this year. The Sharks have bad the Shark Sharks have bad goaltending. Um I think I think the Avs, it's their first home game in quite a while. I think there's gonna be a little extra jump tonight, and I think yeah. that we're gonna the the rust from the guys who have been out uh, with the COVID stuff, I, I think it's gonna get knocked off pretty quick. I think this will be, you know, you're looking for Nathan McKinnon's point streak to continue. Having Ranton in back is gonna make life a lot easier. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be a slow return for the big moose at all. I, I fully expect tonight two or three points, a goal, maybe two, maybe get pulled and go for the hat trick. I just I just think the sharks, the sharks just are really they're they're a good matchup for the Avs these days. Because they they wanna they wanna play more of an up tempo style than they used to. And they don't have the horses to do it and the ads the ads will get up and down the ice with anybody. So I'm all I'm all about I'm I'm all about this, man. This is the get right matchup.
0: Let's go. Be sure to catch our abs post-game show. We will be live for the draft, but it doesn't matter. The people who are tuning in who might not know what DNVR is, is we are we cover all Denver sports team. Every freaking day, there is a Broncos podcast for all these Broncos fans in here that you can listen to every single day. They go almost two hours long. We go live. Um, So just so you know. But make sure to catch all of our Avs post-game shows right after the game on this YouTube. Go give it a like as well, like this video. Although we will be live for the draft, we will also be live for the Avs post-game. And it's going to be fantastic because it's Positive Vibes Friday. That's all we've got for you guys this week. We will see you next Friday.